Hi, Lisa Heltke here with a mini edition of Science Wise, Questions at the Confluence of Science and Ethics. This fall, the Nobel Conference at Gustavus Adolphus College is entitled Big Data Revolution, and it will take place virtually on October 5th and 6th. I have two guests with me today who are looking forward to this conference a great deal. Dr. Kate Knudsen is Professor of Political Science at Gustavus, and Knudsen has been on the planning committee for the conference, and she's also going to host one of our featured presenters, data scientist Rima Vaithyanathan. Delaney Bloom is a junior at Gustavus, majoring in political science and also peace, justice, and conflict studies. So welcome to ScienceWise, you two. Thanks. It's great to be here. So, uh, Kate, how long have you been, uh, Dr. Knudsen, excuse me, how long have you been teaching at Gustavus? This is my 17th year at Gustavus, and, and this what? is actually my first Nobel conference that I'm part of the planning committee for. Oh my gosh, well, we have been delighted to have you involved in it. So what, what do you teach here at Gustavus? I teach courses on in U.S. government and politics, so introductory courses as well as public policy and upper-level courses on U.S. Congress and interest groups. Mm -hmm. So what led you to be interested in participating in this Nobel conference? I was led to participate actually through the work of Dr. Vyathanan, uh, and I encountered her work uh, when I had students in my seminar on child welfare policy, reading a book about um, the Allegheny algorithm or a, an algorithm that had been developed for Allegheny County um, to address issues um, related to child protection and welfare. And so when I heard that the conference was about big data, I immediately thought about that part of the class and was very interested in learning more and getting involved. Mm -hmm. So what is it about Dr. Vaithyanathan's work that really interests you? You mentioned that Allegheny algorithm. Why is that, why is that interesting to you as a political scientist? Well, the work that she has done in this area is to think about the question of child protection in the United States, which is really a, a, a big resource problem for public policy, um, where you it takes a lot of manpower, person power um, to investigate claims of child maltreatment. And um, the development of algorithms is trying to address this problem and thinking of ways in which you can um, do a better job, cities and state um, and counties can do a better job of um, using their resources, their scarce resources, to um, both catch cases of child maltreatment that might slip under the radar and, and result in a child, child harm or even death, but also um, not... Uh, fall into the biases that exist in, with human decision making. And in particular, in the child welfare system, there's a lot of biases related to race and class. And um, so the thing that caught my attention here was the way in which this algorithm was designed to really think explicitly about how to avoid some of the discriminatory, discriminatory aspects of uh, algorithms that exist in some other parts of public policy. Um, and, and I think that's what really drew, drew me into her research and this topic. Mm -hmm. Thanks. So Delaney, uh, what, what do you study uh, as a political science and peace, justice and conflict studies student? What, what draws you to those topics? Um, so I 
originally when I started thinking about colleges, I was like, I'm going to be a STEM student. Like that's, you know, where the money is. That's what, um, I should do. And then I kind of matured, matured a little bit. And I was like, I really care about helping people. And so, um, I was like political science. And then my mom was helping me on my college search and she was like, well, there's schools that offer this thing called peace studies. You should look into that. And now I'm a double major in those two things. Wonderful. Wonderful. And so why did you decide, so you are a Nobel conference student host. And of course this year, that's a little bit different from the years when our speakers are here in person, but what drew you to apply to be a host? You were selected from through a competitive process. Um, so part of the reason I chose Gustavus was the Nobel conference. I thought it was really cool. I was really captivated by it. Um, and so I always thought it was interesting. And then my first year was a normal year. And obviously last year was a very wonky version of the Nobel conference, but it still worked. And I still enjoyed, um, watching the live streams of it and going back through the archives. And then I got the email that's like, Oh, we're looking for student hosts. I was like, well, that'd be interesting. And I don't really know a ton about technology, especially in its relation to like public policy and um, Dr. Vaithanathan. I apologize for mispronunciations. I'm trying my best. <laughs> but um, her work in using data and like Kate said, using it in public policy work and how to do that and kind of make the world a better place. So I was like, this is the perfect opportunity for for me to learn about it, to, you know, gain connections and just work with a bunch of wonderful people. Mm-hmm. Thanks. And I wonder what either of you uh, is excited about as this conference comes up. And of course, as you've said, Delaney, this is not the Nobel conference we'd imagine, but it's, it's the Nobel conference we have. And we're still able to do some amazing things courtesy of the wonders of technology. So what are you looking forward to? Kate, why don't you go first? I am always looking forward to the conversation that happens between the panelists following their um, presentations. I think that's just a really unique feature of our conference and getting to see how their minds work and uh, to hear them interact with each other is really fun. Mm-hmm. And just so you all know out there in uh, podcast land, those discussions will be happening live this year four times during the conference at the end of each morning and afternoon. And Delaney, what about you? What are you looking forward to? Um, I definitely agree with Kate. The panel um, part of Nobel is always interesting because, you know, the their um, lectures and like speeches are scripted, obviously. Um, and so hearing these extremely smart and just amazing people talk with each other about issues that relate in different ways to what they're Um, talking about is so interesting. I'm also excited for the other speakers because like I said, data is not my, you know, strong suit. I'm very much a social science person. Um, even though I thought STEM was going to be my whole career. Um, so listening to like the other speakers talk about things that I don't have a lot of knowledge of, um, will be really interesting. Mm -hmm. Great. Well, thanks both for joining me today. And just a reminder that the Nobel Conference is October 5th and 6th. And you can find access to the conference by going to the Gustavus homepage and clicking on the Nobel Conference link. The conference is live streamed and it will also be archived. There's no cost and you don't have to pre-register in order to participate. So thanks very much. Hope to see you at Nobel. 
Science-Wise, Questions at the Confluence of Science and Ethics is produced in conjunction with the Nobel Conference at Gustavus Adolphus College. Podcast engineer is Gustavus alumnus Will Clark. Our theme music is Thinking Blues by the inimitable blues singer Bessie Smith. And I'm your host, Lisa Heldke, Professor of Philosophy and Director of the Nobel Conference. Thanks for joining us. Thinking blues of my mind.